0: are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 you'll get 15% off. Your next order. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. I know I sure did. And for many reasons, which we'll talk about. And I'm going to be apologizing up front because I'm not going to lie to you. I am exhausted. It has been a long day. I had the Buzz Golf Tournament going on. Uh, I didn't get much sleep last night. It was a long weekend with Derby. And I went to this new gym thing I'm doing, and it's just absolutely destroying me. You guys don't care anything about it. But I'm telling you anyways, because I am tired. So if I feel like I'm a little cranky, Or maybe don't have the energy that I'm needing. It's because, yeah, I'm complaining about playing golf today and and all that. So, but anyways, just wanted to share my uh, complaining and whining and moaning so you guys can give me crap about it later. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, But I I wanted to bring this up because Phil Elson, the voice of the Razorbacks, is going to be joining us uh, on the other side. It, It was a great interview with him on our show, and I was just thinking about the series over the weekend where Arkansas defeated Ole Miss in Oxford. And it was a 2-1 series victory. The Sunday game, after a doubleheader on Saturday with that split, the Sunday game was absolutely insane, where Arkansas won 18-14. to They got off to a 11-0 lead, and then Ole Miss ended up tying it at 14, and then Arkansas pulled away, scoring four runs and got the victory, and now they're the number one team in the country again, all that fun stuff. It's great, grand, wonderful. But that's not really the story, and in fact – the things that were discussed the most via social media on Sunday as well as into Monday's show on Out of Bounds was about the Ole Miss baseball program and why there is so much hatred towards that program. And I can't tell you how many people, medium people, even like media members that cover other uh, baseball teams or just other SEC schools and maybe don't do as much baseball, whatever it is, that reached out to me and they said, why does Arkansas hate Ole Miss baseball so much? Like I understand rivals in SEC, but it seems like it's a little personal. It almost seems a little over the top. And there was a few people reached out to me and I just laughed because I know why. And I feel like it's pretty obvious. But to kind of clear, clear the air on why Arkansas hates Ole Miss Baseball so much, at least in my opinion, which is this is my podcast, so it's my opinion and my opinion alone. I'm sure a lot of you could probably add in some different mixes and everything as to why. But Arkansas fans hate Ole Miss Baseball. Not Ole Miss Baseball fans necessarily. Uh, because I had some friends that went to Oxford and they said the fans were great. Like they were very nice and and accommodating and obviously the students out there have the beer showers and stuff and you know you may think that's annoying but I think it's kind of cool actually it just kind of gets over too much uh, but I still think it's kind of cool uh, it has nothing to do with the fans it has to do with just the program in general like watching them is kind of like watching a reality television show I think saw somebody also kind of put it to a great example where it's like It's like watching where your kids are well-behaved and respectful and you let them go and play with spoiled kids that never have been disciplined in their life and you see the chaos erupt from it where you're sitting back and watching them all play and you're like, I hate those kids. I wish they were like my kids. My kids are being respectful and well-behaved. Their kids are being really annoying and obnoxious. Like That's kind of the vibe. And the reason being behind it all is obviously Arkansas and Ole Miss have. You know, it's just in every sport they're always going to have some sort of rival or some sort of uh, you know, animosity towards one another. But Ole Miss baseball, what it makes them so annoying is that it's a culture that it seems more about talk, more about hype, more about social media, more about TikTok, more about flows of hair and you know bleach blonde haircuts and more about absolute unit first basemans that weigh 300 pounds and you know hit the ball really well, and about smiles and about weird traditions. and, and But the thing is, is all of that doesn't and hasn't equated to winning at the highest level. And they get so much attention from this, the SEC network, from ESPN, from social media, because everyone thinks it's cool, and it's not. It comes across as really lame. Because I can tell you this, if Razorback players and the culture was that way and it wasn't leading to victories, or at least going to Omaha consistently, Razorback fans would have a problem with it, and rightfully so. Because there seems to be, at least in sports and in this case, that you have to get to a certain point. You have to accomplish a certain amount of feats before you can start being certain ways and acting certain ways. And yes, call me an old man yelling at clouds. Call me an old person that's just, just sitting there is like, baseball is traditional and we need traditions and all that. It has nothing to do with that. This has to do with the fact that they act like tools. And this is how, like, no, the, there's a reason why Major League Baseball doesn't have teams acting that way. There's a reason why the most successful baseball programs, college baseball programs, Don't have coaches or players or whoever acting that way because it's not effective. It's not good. It doesn't lead to Omaha. It doesn't lead to College World Series. It doesn't lead to putting dudes in the pros. It doesn't lead to anything. It's a show. It's it's reality television. There's nothing real about it. It's just like you know. Sometimes we as human beings can be so idiotic where we're just like we're seeing the the little monkey playing the tan, uh, the you know the symbols over here, just saying, "Hey, watch watch over here." When it's just it, uh, there's nothing real about it. And so it's frustrating to watch them get as much attention that they do, right or wrong, for something other than winning. And yet they think that they come across that they think they're really cool when they're really you know, hyped up and all that stuff. And they do these celebrations and they do this thing, which I think is really weird, where they make the pitcher that they're taking out, hand the ball to the pitcher coming out of the bullpen. Like, what are we in T-ball? And so like all these factors add up and then you add into the mix, like in the game on Sunday where I didn't know this and Phil Helson kind of mentioned it too, where on certain, when certain teams are batting or whatever the the process is, when a ball gets hit up and it's a foul ball One of the team managers will be responsible for going and getting that foul ball. Like if it's, I think, I think how it was set up. I could be wrong. I think how it was set up is that if Arkansas was batting, Arkansas ball boy will be responsible for foul balls, and vice versa. I could be wrong about that. I'm trying to remember. But anyway, uh, Arkansas hit a ball and it goes foul. Well, you got Arkansas, you know, coach, little uh, uh, team manager out there about to catch it. Well, then the Ole Miss team manager comes running across the field and jumps up and gets it in front of our guy, and then runs back to the dugout and gives a huge fist pump, and everyone's going crazy. Which, of course, he has on bullet and long hair because that's what they do. And it's just like stuff like that. You're like, what are you doing? What is your problem, dude? And I say all of that to say this: I hate Ole Miss baseball. and always have, and that's fine. People, I'm like, I kind of hope Ole Miss fans get a hold of this and start tweeting at me because I think it's hysterical. But it's like, it's nice to know that you have a program as a Razorback fan to where you don't need that. You don't need that. In recruiting, you don't need that. You don't need flow of your hair. You don't need big personalities. You don't need TikTok stars. You you don't need these weird things that go against the grain of what baseball tradition is about. Like You don't need that stuff to be relevant. You win. And you win a lot. Now you gotta win the big one. Still waiting on that. But you're always right there in the mix. Not only that, but Dave Van Horn puts dudes in the pros. And that's what matters more than anything. Obviously College World Series is priority number one, but what helps you get the best players is by getting players that are good enough coming out of high school that you know are gonna be pros and they want to go to a school that's gonna help put them in the pros. Arkansas does that, Ole Miss does not. So it's just much sweeter to to beat those guys because it's an attitude and a culture that gets treated like it's winning, but it's not. People see it as all fun and games and cool, but you don't do the most important thing, and that's winning. So you know what? Take your TikToks, take your flows, take your crazy celebrations Take your goofy six foot eight pitcher that's sitting there yelling at himself when he gave up a first pitch home run or second pitch home run, and he's getting hyped. Like you can take all of that. While you're doing all that, while you're having all good old time and getting those TikTok followers up, Arkansas is going to be playing in Omaha. Arkansas is going to be hosting a regional and super regional. Arkansas is going to be successful. Dave Van Horn is going to be putting together a number one recruiting class. Dave Van Horn is going to be adding to his resume. Dave Van Horn is going to get players drafted. You have that. We'll take this and we'll see who comes out on top at the end of the year. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Whether it's NBA, maybe some NHL, Major League Baseball, awards shows, TV shows, reality television, it doesn't matter. BetOnline does it all. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you cover for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. If you head to the website now at BetOnline.ag, you can receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. That's right, promo code On, 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, we're going to be joined by Phil Elson, the voice of the Razorbacks, who obviously had a great call of the Arkansas game against uh, Ole Miss just over the weekend. And, you know, it was just a great game and a great matchup. And I'm sure he was excited to see how it all played out and to be there and to call that game and to get out of there where the victory means so much sweeter. And we had a chance to catch up with him on Out of Bounds. So let's go ahead and play back that interview with him as uh, he had a lot to say about Arkansas getting the big series victory over Ole Miss.
1: No, I actually have not slept very much, John, because I was uh, <laughs> I, traveling on my own, and I drove back after that marathon yesterday and didn't make it back to Fayetteville until about 1 o'clock, and, you know, I just wasn't able to sleep very much anyway. So, it was, I mean, yeah, that was, uh, that was some weekend. For, for a doubleheader that had 75 minutes between on Saturday – and for the craziness that that was, too, I mean, that doubleheader was really a nutty couple of games, too, uh, to be followed by uh, I, I think it's safe to say yesterday is a unique baseball game for, our, for the program for Arkansas baseball. I mean, when Dave Van Horn says he can't remember that he's been a part of a game like that in his career, I've never been a part of a game like that before. I mean, that was legitimately nuts. So, yeah, I mean, I haven't had a thing to drink, but I still feel a little drunk. <laughs> so, Phil, with all the crazy events going on in yesterday's game, what stood out as maybe the craziest thing that happened? Well, I mean, just the swings of yesterday's game, the scores, I and mean, everything about the score, first of all, just to see an 18-14 game, but for there to be these amazing swings of 11 to nothing, then – 11 to six and 14 to six. And then for Ole Miss to score eight runs almost at the drop of a half. So that leads to dissipate so quickly. Um, And then to almost, you know, as soon as as he gave up the lead to kind of take it right back again. And, and for it to be almost a four and a half hour, nine inning game, this adds to that too. So I'll tell you this, I, 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 certainly didn't think that Arkansas had the game salted away when they were up eleven and nothing. And I don't think they did either, just because of, of a couple of factors. One, that is a good full miss team, and they do have a very good lineup. Even with that Tim Elko, that's a dangerous lineup. And the conditions were as such that yes, you know, if you got a couple of balls up in the air that could end up making a difference. I'm not sure if that really did make the difference in the two home runs they hit, but it just felt like one of those days. Plus it's a Sunday in college baseball, you know, I heard you say it earlier, John, and it's true. I mean, college baseball feels like a really random sport sometimes because it's already the most imperfect game, you know, of anything. You know, you can make a really good pitch and still give up a good, you know, a base hit and, Batters don't always get what they deserve. You don't always get what you deserve in baseball. And yesterday felt like one of those sort of days, too. So their ability to be able to hang in there like that, with that marathon, what they'd faced the day before, the hostile crowd, everything about it. This team shows a lot of heart.
0: We'll continue our discussion with Phil Elson, the voice of the Razorbacks, here in just a second. Folks, I got to tell you about Built Bar and the amazing flavors that they have. Like this thing is a game changer. It's I'm trying. You know, I mentioned my workout in the very beginning of the interview or the beginning of the podcast, where I'm just dying. Well, you know what really helps with my energy and also keeps it healthy? That's Built Bar, and they have because they have so many different flavors that are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber, which is exactly what you need if you're trying to get into that lake body or beach body or whatever you need. And the best thing about it is by listening to this podcast, if you go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK 15 you get 15% off your next order. That's right. Use promo code LOCK 15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Take advantage, folks. Start having good-tasting protein bars instead of that other nonsense. Check it out, 15% off your next order using LOCK 15 at BuiltBar.com. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, Phil, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, and I know that uh, you probably got to witness it firsthand, was the crowd itself, and it seemed like the umpire, too, behind home plate, there were a lot of people that disagreed when, obviously, so much so when Mike Bianco gets uh, ejected from the game, like, that was a pretty wild thing, but Uh, What did you make of the crowd? Also, the reaction, because from what I understand is that, you know, there was a situation where you had the home plate umpire kind of get hit under the chin It looked like with a baseball, and apparently the fans had quite the reaction to that. Yeah,
1: I mean, everybody's going to – I mean, at every game you go to, there's always going to be a lot of disagreement on balls and strikes. And and the truth of the matter is you can pretty much discount people's opinions when they're coming from – the sides of the field, first base, third base—you just really can't tell. Sorry, you can't tell. Uh, that's why I always want to sit behind home plate. But things that were elevated a level by Mike Bianco and his ejection. What and what I think he was trying to do? Because the inning before, he'd been—he probably should have been thrown out of the game. The inning before, because you're re- you're really not supposed to be allowed to argue balls and strikes. And and the plate umpire. Gave him a warning. Oh, it was a slow, handwritten warning in his notebook hmm. that everybody got a chance to look at while the 11,000 people are booing and Bianco is still on the top step of the dugout, you know, loudly complaining about balls and strikes. And I thought he should have been ejected then. <clears throat> the next inning, he did it again, and, you know, you already had him warned, so he got thrown out of the game. He knew what he was doing, he's trying to fire up his team. And, and that happens sometimes. Good good head coaches do that sometimes. You know, I've seen Dave Van Horn do it. We've seen John Calipari do it at Bud Walton Arena, and it happened to work. Well, what that also does at home in a crowd like that is it ignites the crowd, and it turns them nasty. Um, I'm not going to say that, that there that, 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 that are other fan bases that also don't loudly and sometimes nastily complain about, a strike zone for an umpire or calls made in any, in any sport. But when the official gets hit by a foul tip off his chin, and then he hear jeers towards that person, to me, I don't know if that would have happened had coach Bianco not sort of lit the fuse. Um, but I thought, I thought Ole Miss was better than that. It felt, it, it felt classless. I would hope that I wouldn't see something like that again. Uh, so that—that's really where my complaint was. You know, I mean, they, uh, Ole Miss has a great baseball credit. and some, sometimes I feel like I want—I want—I want to feel kinship with them because they're passionate about college baseball and they show up and they, you know, and they care about their team. They—they really do. They love their team, so I feel like I should be—there be, there should be kinship about it, but. It's kind of difficult to feel that way sometimes, and uh, part of the reason sometimes is also the way the Ole Miss players act on the field before and during the game. So that's uh, they kind of feed off each other in that aspect sometimes, and it really all comes down to the head coach. You get away with what the head coach lets you get away with, especially after he's been there 21 years.
0: So Phil, there's always a lot of craziness that goes on in that stadium. Um, and you talk about the
1: team, the crowd. What was the situation with the ball boys? What happened there? (laughs) This is part of the showiness that I'm talking about. There's a bit of a showboat attitude um, in that dugout and in the crowd. But, I mean, there's also a little fun aspect to it because the backstop, you know, the foul balls roll up the backstop net and always come back down. You know, so there has to be somebody there to take the ball off the field and 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 Ole Miss has their one guy, and Arkansas has their one guy. And I, it's one of the student managers with the Razorbacks that's doing that, and he's the one who would usually go out and get foul balls off that net when Arkansas is hitting. Well, there was a moment yesterday where the Ole Miss kid ran across and cut off the Arkansas ball boy and caught one off of the net that he should have caught, and the Ole Miss fans went nuts for it. And the dude celebrated it on the baseball field like he was – you know like he had just scored a run or something it was i don't know i mean like there's a fun aspect to these things and and really that's what you want to do is have fun at a ballpark it just felt it just felt dumb i don't know <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i i can tell you phil and it felt dumb for you and it also felt pretty dumb for a lot of Razorback fans but hey all that matters is that arkansas got the win at the end and that's what makes it so much sweeter but phil uh we know you're a busy guy man and try to get you some sleep man we appreciate you coming on and i'm sure we'll be catching up with you later down the road All right, my man
1: oh man it's gonna be an early to bed night that's for sure done i won't have any problem with that I appreciate you
0: having me on. <laughs> well, appreciate everybody listening in to the Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors For any questions, comments, concerns you may have, we'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.